Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back in on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. And joining me now via the phone line is a guy who you've already heard today. But that would be John Martin from Jason and John. Uh, earlier today, Monday through Friday, he's always there. He's also, I mean, he does Field of 68. He does. He did Bet MGM tonight. He does everything. John, what's happening, man? How are you? Yo, man, all good, brother. Happy to be on. Yes, sir. Um, so how'd you how'd you feel on Saturday after the Tigers sort of eked that one out? Thirteen points. They were down in the last uh, seven twenty six. They assisted on six of the last eight buckets. Uh, I think they out rebounded Wichita State in that time. They sort of figured it out. Finally, won. I know Penny had the impassioned uh, opening statement, but, uh, I mean, did it do anything to make you feel any better about where this team's at? Um, mm, <laughs> I don't know about it. Yeah, like, I, I don't want to, like, get – I don't. I, that's, like, what I really am trying to, like, avoid doing. Right, like, no, I get you. Carried away, right? Like, this is the bare – absolute bare minimum um, <clears throat> that this team should be and. You know, squeaking out wins against Wichita State sort of takes me back to like tubby years, and I don't think that's a place that Memphis basketball should aspire to ever be again. Yeah. But with that said, is there a possibility that you know what those guys found in, in each other in the last seven minutes of that game um, is it, it, something that could propel them? Yes. The problem is. There were no substitutions after the 726 mark. <laughs> that is not a coincidence. Right. It is, it is not a coincidence that there were no substitutions, the ball moved better, the team went on a run and won the game. Not a coincidence. It's because those are five of the Tigers' best seven players. They played significant stretches of time together, um, <clears throat> and they didn't have to worry about coming out for Babbage. I mean, it's just really that simple. So. Yeah. If you were telling me that Penny's going to do that long term and like he's going to let those guys play eight to ten minutes at a time without subbing in and going eleven deep in the first half, I'd say, yeah, man, this this team's going to run. But it still doesn't sound to me like Penny is going to do that because um, he didn't really say anything about that after the game. You know, he didn't really sound like, oh, I know what the problem is. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> He didn't sound like that, right? He sounded like he was like, uh, you know, the media and, and people have been, you know, saying things about these kids. Like, that's really not the message, man. The message is I have a good team. I just need to trust that I have five to seven players on it that need to play the bulk of the minutes, and that's it. <clears throat> I don't know if we're there. So mm -hmm. that's that's what we have to see. 
Can you make any sense of it, though? I think he played 12 guys in that game. I mean, the 12th guy was Jonathan Pierre, who played two minutes. But can you make any sense of 11-man rotations at this point in the season with, with this particular set of circumstances? They don't have 11 guys that are above average college basketball players. They have about eight. Can you – like, is it just nonsensical? Like, is, is that where we're at at this point? Like, it has yeah, been in the I mean, past. It is. It is nonsensical, Gabe. Like, and you're right. They have – I would say they have seven players who I would consider above average. Like, that's it. And, and, and then I think you get into, like, average and then below average. Um, with, you know, with, with like, like, I would say Jalen Young is probably average. And Jaden Hardaway is, like, average to below average. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that, there's only seven guys, like Malcolm Dandridge, Naquan Tomlin, um, David Jones, uh, Javon Quinterly, and uh, and Jaquan Walton, Jordan. That's that's you know if you want to have uh, you know if you want to have Young in there as a backup primary ball handler, then that's fine. But that's it. That's all you got. So yeah, I mean, I just I, I don't know why it happens. I don't know <clears throat> how much more evidence than he needs to see before he's convinced. You know. I think about the most successful teams in America. I think about the most successful Memphis basketball teams in history. They have short rotations. They don't just give long leashes or like basically what it is. It's like, it sometimes just feels like Penny is playing whack-a-mole and it's like, (laughs) all right, hopefully maybe this will work. 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 And it never works because these guys ever play together. They're not very good. Whatever this actual reason is, it's just, it's boring. Like, I, I don't know if he's like looking for like stimulation or whatever, but it's like, dude, you have five players on this team that should play 95% of the minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Six, maybe, but he won't do it. He won't do it. And, um, I, I don't know if at this point it's just stubbornness or whatever the case may be, but until, and unless that changes, I do, I, I think there will be more pain in this season, honestly. Right. No, I hear you. I completely hear you now. And and one of the you know excuses over the years are bailouts. Will be oh they put so much pressure on the ball. They play this this high octane defense, although it has not been that great this year. But I, I look at one of the teams who is consistently there under Kelvin Sampson with Houston, who puts more pressure on the ball than anybody. He plays seven guys at most in his rotation. So I don't like. I, I I've heard that as an excuse over the years. That does not ring true though. I, I think that if you if you're going to uh you know play defense at the highest of levels, you probably need guys out there who consistently understanding of what you're trying to do and playing 11 guys just doesn't do that. Yeah, I mean, this team is awful defensively. You know, you can't use that as an excuse. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I mean, there's no good reason or, or rhyme to it, man. It's just like a bit of pennyism. Um, mm-hmm. And like maybe like, you know, there were some teams where there was like more talent top to bottom. Like, that 2019 recruiting class that had Wiseman right. and Precious and Malcolm and DJ Jeffries and Damian, like, okay, all right? Like, that's one Lester Kenyon-ish, you know what I mean? Like, that's actually understandable because you're trying to figure out who the best lineup is, right? You don't know. So you got to, like, try different combinations. They're a bunch of freshmen. That's totally fair. But this team is not that team. This team is old, and this team is – top heavy and there's a big drop off after the first six maybe seven so 
And like, it, it, you know, and I think if you just like, what, what, you think he'll have some, he'll have some answer, but it won't really be, you know, everybody knows, like, it was just kind of funny to me that he was almost gaslighting us about these kids. Like they're going to have bad weeks. They're going to have bad days when, right. you know, he's been critical of them and he's talked about chemistry issues. I, he's I talked agree. about the fact that they're, that they're not listening to the game plan and they're not doing what they're told. And now it's us. Now we're the ones that's like, but no, this is a penny Hardaway problem. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah, that and and, simple, you and, know? and you're talking about that opening statement in a vacuum. It sounds fine, and I'm sure there's some you know uh, diehard um, loyal fans that sort of liked what he had to say there. But in the end of the day, all of the questions about team chemistry and these guys having bad weeks those were those were raised by the things he was saying after these losses, right? Like it, it sort of went in one ear out the other. As as impassioned as it was, as measured as it felt like he was trying to be, it it just it it sort of fell on deaf ears for me, at least to a certain extent. No, look, I mean, Penny's just he's a reactionary guy. He that's just how he always has been. If Memphis loses, he's going to change starting lineup. If good you know like it's just there's never really any like nuance to it and, he, and he's never willing to let things sort of play out um and i think that's what he really has to learn how to do as a coach a you have to decide and i think that's the part that he kind of struggled with he never wants to have those hard discussions with players that he might have promised x y and z to in the recruiting process you know he Go to signs and say, "Well, it's probably not going to happen for you like it usually has, or whatever the case may be." But as I as I've sort of put it, what's what's harder? What's harder? The discussions with those players saying that they're about to have a reduced role, or missing the NCAA tournament because you couldn't get out of your own way. Right. I know the answer in my in my view, which is missing the tournament, and then you wonder where is this program going because. You have to get. I mean, you have to get the most out of this year because you're going to be doing this stuff again. You're going to be right back here again in in three months trying to get nine, ten new guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, for the most part, I mean, it might be a little less because like Young has another more eligibility. There might be like there's some talk about David Jones. So, all, but like David Jones is like a pro. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't I don't see any world where he comes back. Even if he does have eligibility, that would be crazy to me. Um, so yeah, I just. You got to get the most out of this season, and to get the most out of this season, it's going to require less. As that sounds, yeah. if you if you if you can whittle this thing down and just live with the results, I promise it will be a good thing. If you're Penny, I promise. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, and you keep playing musical chairs, and you keep sliding guys in and out, they make mistakes, and you it, it just looks desperate. Yeah, and it feels desperate. You know, it doesn't have to be. It can be very, very simple. Whether or not Penny chooses to make it that, we'll see. Now, holler at me about that first half against Rice. I know we're rewinding after a win, but I, I want to go back to this because I haven't really discussed yeah, this with you. That, to me, of all of the halves of basketball I've seen under Penny Hardaway, that was the most erratic, just bizarre behavior I've ever seen. And I've watched a lot of college basketball. I'm I know you do as well this year. Um, but that, that was about as, uh, about as mismanaged a half as I've ever seen a basketball this entire year by any coach. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was just strange. Like, yep. 
that, 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 like that. Okay, okay. You you want to bitch Quinterly because whatever your reasoning is, he hasn't been well. You're gonna Jonathan Pierre. You're gonna put in the Division Two guy that like that like, played four minutes a game he, previous to that. Yeah, like he never played. He never played. And you're gonna put him in there, and you're gonna expect what? You expect what exactly? You expect him to come in and just like all of a sudden have like some, like he's gonna show something that he's never shown before. I mean, yeah, that is absolutely insane. And mm-hmm. then of course you end up having to play Quinterly 32 minutes because of that, and you you generated exactly one point that was on a free throw. You made no field goals in the in the four or five minutes that that line. It was just, like not even Jalen Young, a guy that's actually played as, as a starting point guard before. Like you're gonna go Jonathan Pierre. I mean, that's just like that's over. Like Penny, you're overthinking it, bro. Mm-hmm. And he's overthinking it, like. It's it's just you know the old uh, think long think wrong, right? Yeah, paralysis by analysis, whatever it is. I, it, yeah. It's not really paralysis for him. It's over. It's overreacting, overdoing it. Yeah, it's it, it's there's exactly right. So I think Pity just thinks long and thinks wrong about this team. All he's got to do is start Naquan Tomlin. I mean, I, I I don't have a huge preference over Dandridge and and Jordan. I think Jordan's probably a little bit more dynamic defensively um, than Dandridge, although Dandridge has just been playing really well on offense. So I think there's kind of a trade-off there. I don't mind. I, you could tell me whoever. I'm, I'm fine with it. And then Walton, David Jones, and Javon Quinterly. Yep. I mean, that's that, – you know, whichever one of Jordan Dandridge, you know, doesn't crack top, top five, he's six. Yep. What's wrong with that? That's a damn good team. That's a team, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. And, 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 you know, I guess you might want to have, like, one guard in there, like like a young or something, just to spell, you know, one of the others. And then I guess if you want to have – if you want to have just a spell, you could have Jaden as the eighth, just yeah. as a spell. But, you know, this team has to play big minutes, man. They do. That five has to play big minutes uh, because the drop-off is so vast. So that's just going to be the way it is. Yep, for sure. Now holler at me about uh, uh, their their tournament hopes, where they're at right now. I know uh, Joe Lenardi put out his his latest bracketology there in the next four out. I think that's where they started the weekend, but obviously a two-point win against Wichita State at home, who's, what, 9-14 and 14 at this point. It doesn't do much for you. What what gets them into an at-large, back into the at-large situation or the at-large conversation? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing about uh, – I've, I've sort of I've gotten off of Lenardi because – Lunardi uh, is just a he's a he's backward looking. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like if this if the, if the tournament started today, this is what it would look like. Right. But the tournament doesn't start today, so it's sort of useless the way he does it. I like the forward thinking bracketology that projects scores for every team, how they're going to fare. Obviously, they're not always going to be right, but the metrics have had Memphis down to a B pretty much, and. Right now, the the metric that I think is the is the best is is Torvik. Yeah, Torvik assigns Memphis. A <laughs> I was going to say. By the way, it is not it it has not been favorable favorable to them all year. No, point three percent chance of making the NCAA tournament as an at large. Mm. That's a ninety nine point seven percent chance of not doing it. Now, 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. That is only because the metrics don't believe that Memphis is going to win at North Texas. They don't believe that Memphis is going to win at SMU. They don't believe that Memphis is going to win at Florida Atlantic. And they have it as a very, very slim win at Memphis over FAU. If you told me that Memphis found a way to go 3-1 and one in those games, they would be in the tournament. They would mm-hmm. be in, I think, um, because those are all quad one wins. But yeah. can, like, can you like? That's where the point three percent chance comes in. Like, do you really believe they're gonna they're they're capable of doing that anymore? Um, I don't know the answer to that. I you know I don't know. I mean, I need to sort of see it again. Is this just? Uh, oh my God, we're on CBS. We're our season's on the line. Like last stand effort, or is this something that? is going to actually be sustained. Most of that is going to be decided by Penny. I mm-hmm. truly believe that. Um, and that's why it's like, it's hard to predict what he's going to do because I don't know if he even knows sometimes. Um, like starting Pierre, like what in the hell? So it just comes down to that. Um, I think that's the, that's the frustrating part about this is that like, man, Penny, all you have to do is like play your best five players, man. I'm not asking you like, change up your system. I'm not asking you to like run a different defense or like, you know, none of that. It's just, dude, roll your best five out there and let them win. Like, it's just, it's, it's so simple. It's, it's like hard to believe. Yep. No question about it. Now I, I see there's a bunch of people like with, with these last 10, obviously they're one and oh in their last in, in, at the start of it. People will say nine and one or, or 10 and oh, or eight and two. It still depends who they lose to. Because there are a couple, like, they're ca- they're capable of losing to anybody if they lost to Rice and South Florida with a 20-point comeback in the second half. But if you lose to Charlotte, if you lose to, uh, at East Carolina, if you lose at home to UAB, that could be the, that could be the nail in the coffin. Regardless of yeah, if you I go 9-1 and one or 8-2, and two, those are the losses you can't afford to have. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you have, you have to thread the needle, man. Um, I mean, you've, you've blown all of your, you know, uh, uh, you, 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 your, your at-large is basically dead. 
it is basically dead. If it was like, I mean, it's like in the ICU and prone, like (laughs) 99.7% chance you cannot make the tournament as an at-large. So, you know, that's, that's pretty convincing. Mm -hmm. Um, But the opportunities are there, you know, the opportunities (laughs) are going to be, they're going to be in front of them. It's just, it's just, I'm still kind of stunned by how fast it all, because, you know, usually Memphis basketball teams never take off. Right. Right. Like they just, they just come out of the gates and they trip and fall and they don't like the way it usually works is in reverse. They start slow, they build up, they make a freaking mad dash to the tournament. And the last two years they've done it. We've never seen this. We've yeah. never seen a collapse. Um, and now you're trying to pick it back up to the level that it was before on the fly with a new team. That's, that's very difficult to do. It feels like to me, but I hope they do it. Uh, it was going to be a very depressing uh, week of radio. If they did not pull that out on yeah. Saturday, it'd have been over, over like it's just over oh. completely. Oh. AAC tournament. Here we come. Hopefully they can win four games exactly. in four days. And still even now, like, yeah, this no this seed this buy. seed I mean, they're gonna get they're probably not gonna get a buy. Probably not. I mean, probably not. I mean, again, they're, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to win games at a clip. You know, they're gonna have to go on another ten game win streak. Yep. You know, I mean they they've done it before, <laughs> so <laughs> maybe they maybe they set us all up and do it again. Yep. Now talking with John Martin at John Martin nine two nine, Jason and John. Um, earlier in the day, you can you can catch him Monday through Friday. Also, college sports columnist at Daily Memphis also does some work with the field of 68. I want to move on to the, the Grizzlies real quick. I, I saw you tweet about it a little bit earlier. The Killian Hayes rumor? What do you think about the Killian Hayes rumor before we get to the trade deadline here in a couple days? That dude sucks. He's one of the worst <laughs> players in the NBA. He's, He's got, hey, but, hey, but, hey the, the stats look better this year, this year in particular. In his 22-year age, his 22-year age uh, season. Yeah, but he's been in the league for like what four years, three four years. I mean, seventh know, he, pick in twenty twenty. Yeah, he's been in the league for four years, and he's been on a team that has going that's going absolutely nowhere every single year of those four years, and he still sucks. Yeah, I want no part of him. I mean, I, well, I people again. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't digest the CBA and the salary cap and what I'm just not. I'm not a nerd like that. Like in terms of knowing. What contracts they can and can't? I just I'm not in it like that. So people tell me he could be a uh, an expiring that you use or whatever. But this kid sucks. He is absolutely <laughs> like he is awful. Uh, I would take Zaire over him without a shadow of a doubt. Oh really? Yeah, like it's it's yeah, I okay. I, I mean that's interesting. Zaire hadn't shown much, and he's been I, I hurt mean, I, for the like, better part of two oh, years. Yeah, like oh we we know uh, we know that uh, you know. Zaire sucks, so we're ready to move off of him. We're familiar with him up close and personal, so let's bring in a guy that sucks from afar. You know, yeah. like I just don't, I don't know how that makes any sense. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, it's it's expiring contracts flexibility. That's what it. Like when I saw the news, it was I. I think some people are, are reading it a little differently than me. Like they say, oh, they're interested in, in Killian Hayes. I think they're more interested in the, the contract of Killian Hayes and getting off of yeah, a I Jake LaRavia or Zaire. Like, and this is the reporting of it, you know? Like, right. I, I, you know, because when you report that the Grizzlies are interested in Killian Hayes, that makes it sound like they think there's, there's like intrigue with the player. 
Right. You know, like, oh, we think we have something here where we can uh, – dude, he – I'm just telling you, he is awful. If you if you can play in Detroit for four years <laughs> with the team that is, like, gone – As a number seven pick and not crack the rotation is, is, is much as – yeah. How bad – how bad do you have to be? And the answer is he's absolutely miserable. <laughs> he's a miserable player. Yeah. He's awful. Yeah, he's had every opportunity, man. He's had every opportunity to do something with his career, mm-hmm. and he hasn't. Yep, yep. Now, uh, your Raiders. We had we had Cliff Kingsbury spurn y'all over the weekend. He said he was going to be the OC. Then there was contract hangups. What's that? What's that about? How do you feel about it? now? He's a Commanders guy. Like what? What? How do you feel now about he's that? Commanders guy, and we hired Luke Getze. Um <laughs> it, it was like it's like this is this is post. It's so Raiders, it physically pains me. Um, that, like, as a head coach, and it's probably fair, but we were on the verge of, like, hiring an actually creative guy to run our offense. And then we went from him to a guy in Lugetsi whose Bears averaged 19 points a game last year with him calling the plays. Um, and I'm trying to figure out exactly why we did that, because that was what we did. We had we had 19 points a game. Why, why didn't we just retain the the pass guy if it's gonna you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just it just sort of like it's like okay, Antonio Pierce is a former player that has no relationships that can't bring big time play callers to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like we're it's gonna we're gonna we're gonna like it's gonna be that patented seven and ten thing. Where we lose just enough to not be relevant, but not enough to, you know, have a high draft pick. I mean, so you're yeah. gonna you're gonna languish in you know the middle here, so to speak, and pick 12th and 13th and 10th, and you better draft well. Which, I mean, well, well, like, come on, dude, it's the Raiders. Like, we've never ever done that. <laughs> never drafted well in our entire existence. Right. So, yeah, it's just like I, I hate it. I was like, this is when that when I saw. Like this, just is, this is the Raiders. It doesn't matter where you put them; mm-hmm. they're going to be who they are. Vegas, Oakland, Memphis, Anaheim, Alaska, Russia—it doesn't matter. They are going to be who they always are, which is sadly—it's a joke. It's a joke to be turned down by the Commander situation. It yeah. really is. Well, they it have really a lot of money, is. and they—they they may be able to go get a quarterback this off season. Well, they have they have the number yeah. two pick as well, so I understand that the certainty is a little better there. I do get that, but still, it's like you go from you go from Kingsbury, who was like, man, I like when he was with Murray and when he was in Mahomes with Mahomes Texas Tech, like that dude can put up points. And then we go from him to freaking Getsy. It's like, man, yeah, you know, we're gonna we're gonna run these screens. And it's gonna be three yards in a cloud of dust and. Just a disaster, bro. I I did get a kick out of it on Friday when I saw that you know when it was Cliff Kingsbury to uh, to uh, Las Vegas. I said, hey, why not uh why not see what you can do in a Justin Fields trade? Like give up a second and third yeah. round pick, see what you can get out of him. Absolutely, yeah. don't do that now. If Luke Getzey's your OC, no, 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 we've seen that before. That I've 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 yeah. I've seen that. I don't like it. Yeah, we're not running that duo back. That's exactly right. That's ex- that is exactly right. So look, hey, it's one of those things. Maybe maybe. It wasn't a Luke Getzey problem. Maybe it was a Justin Fields problem. Um, and whoever trades for Justin Fields is going to be saying the exact opposite. Well, maybe it wasn't a Justin Fields problem. It was the Luke Getzey problem. One is going to be proven right. Yeah. It would probably not be us. 
I got you. Now, last thing, Super Bowl week. Are you picking anybody besides the Chiefs coming up on uh, Sunday? Yeah, I've uh, I've bet the 49ers. Really? Big. Oh, yeah. big. Yeah. Okay. Pretty big. Uh, exp- explanation? Explanation? You a big Brock yeah, Purdy so, believer? Well, so here's, here's how I feel about it. Um, we had an entire regular season sample size from those two teams where the 49ers were dominating. They, they, they beat up on the Bucks. They beat up on the, on the Jags. They beat up on pretty much everybody not named Baltimore. Um, and if Baltimore had not crapped itself last or two weeks ago, you know, I think they're, they're probably here instead of Kansas city. So when you have Trent Williams and Brock Purdy and Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey, Kittle, Ayuk, Jennings, that whole group, they, they lost, I think, one time, and it was to, to Baltimore on Christmas. That's it. Um, on the Chiefs' side, all season long, they were like, we were asking the questions, like, what is, what is going on? This offense isn't good enough. Like, this is, the receivers aren't good enough. Um, and they aren't. That's true. They've elevated. They benefited from three things. They benefited from the Dolphins situation, which was a disaster, decimated defense, and you're asking Tua to play in sub-zero temperatures. Right. You knew what that was going to be. Buffalo's defense was completely decimated as well. They were on like their eighth and ninth linebackers. Weren't, didn't have two of their top corners, and Mahomes just picked them apart across the middle because they were they they got AJ Klein off the couch. By the way. It still took a missed field goal, a missed chippy for the Bills. You know, we don't, I mean, we assumed that they would have gone down and scored, but we don't know. I mean, the Bills were running that thing down their throats every time they wanted to. And then the Ravens, <clears throat> they benefited with the Ravens because of a freaky turnover on the one yard line, on the half yard line from Zay Flowers, a stupid turnover from Lamar Jackson, which was just ill advised, not even forced on the end zone, on the end zone turnover, and then a coordinator who completely crapped himself with the game plan and got away from the very thing yep. that got them to that point. So I think the Chiefs have, have gotten very fortunate in their opponents, uh, typically leading up to this point. And the 49ers, I think, on the other hand, played two of the hottest teams in football. Green Bay, hottest team in the NFL. Lions, one of the hottest teams in the NFL. And they played poorly, and they still found ways to win the game. So imagine, Gabe, if with two weeks of preparation, they actually played a good game. Right. If this, if this were two months ago, the 49ers would probably be favored by five and a half, six on a neutral field. So I believe ultimately that one team was fortunate with their, with their draw and took advantage of it. One team faced two of the hottest teams in the NFL, played their worst football, still won the games, and they're only a, they were only a minus one, you know, when I bet it last week. I'm going to roll with the 49ers in this one. It's not easy. Mahomes is unbelievable. Right. But as you know, it's not just Mahomes. They got to have – they. The, Fred Warner is going to try to take out Travis Kelsey. It's going to come down to can those Kansas City receivers, who have been very lackluster for 17 weeks, are they going to be able to make plays on the 49ers secondary? Is the, is the offensive line going to be able to keep Bosa and Chase Young – out of the offensive backfield, um, I think the answer to those questions is, is is no. I think the defense shows up in a way they have in the last two weeks, and I think uh, Kyle Shanahan finally gets his elusive Super Bowl trophy. 
Yeah, and uh, you you always you say it's always favorable for the Chiefs, and that's what's happened in these playoffs. It might be still favorable. Did you see the 49ers practice field situation? I did. See yeah, that. Chiefs did Chiefs that. get to practice at the at the uh, Raiders facility, and then we have a sod field over top of a turf field. Unbelievable, bro! <laughs> like, what are we doing? I mean, I, like, if I'm the Raiders, and I know I don't know how this works, but I'll be like, yo, the Chiefs are not using our facility. Like, no way. No way. Send those clowns to UNLV. <laughs> I got you. Well, you the man, John. Appreciate it. Um, we'll do it again soon. All right, my man. Be good. Yes, sir. That's John Martin at John Martin 929 on X from Jason and John Monday through Friday. You can also find him uh, in his work. He's a college sports uh, columnist at the Daily Memphian. and also does some work with the field of 68 for college basketball but we need to go ahead and transition into the blitz we'll talk about the field conditions I'll give you the the updates and the the exactly what's going on with the 49ers in their practice field and we have to talk Killian Hayes looks like Mike Scotto who's an NBA insider at Hoops Hype says that the Grizzlies are interested in Killian Hayes what does that mean for the Grizzlies as the uh, trade deadline approaches only three days away we'll be back in a second T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 